If you like hearing stories of people in the rental industry, if you have question suggestions for future guests, or if you'd like to recommend someone for the podcast, let us know about it on Twitter at Point of Rental or email us at news at pointofrental.com. And if you really like hearing from people throughout the rental industry and their stories, you can find all of our interviews online at pointofrental.com slash porch. Welcome to the Front Porch with Brian Beaudry. Thank you, Daryl, for joining us in, on the Front Porch. Um, let's start off with asking you who you are, where you're from, and what do you do? I'm Daryl from Tents for Rent, live in southeastern Pennsylvania, and I'm the sales team leader there at Tents for Rent. Cool. Now tell me about your favorite sandwich. My favorite sandwich is a local favorite. It's a Lebanon bologna sandwich. It's a, it's a popular in Lancaster County. Okay. If you haven't ever had one, you definitely need to try it. I was going to say, t- tell me about this sandwich. I'm interested in sandwiches I've never heard of. So it would be, I don't know, it's, it's ground meat. There's some okay. sweetener in it. I don't know much about how it's made, but I love eating it. <laughs> All right. It's, e- eat it one of my good. lunch most every day. All right. Okay. Did you grow up wanting to be a sales manager at a rental store? I can't say specifically a sales manager, but I've wanted to be a part of the tent business ever since I can remember. My dad bought the business a month before I was born, so you could say that was my destiny. Okay, so it was like a birthday present slightly before you're born. It's something like, like that. <laughs> did you ever have any other jobs? Outside for of the better industry? or for worse, I worked three weeks at another job, and I couldn't wait to get back. Wow, that was... It's during the slow time in the winter, so I, they needed it. So I worked there for three weeks, and every day I hated it and wanted to come back. Did, did it give you... Did you build any skills at this other job that you just took back with you, or did it just basically re, reaffirm the idea? No, I want uh, tents. We're, we're staying here. I don't know about any other skills so much, but, yeah, appreciation for what I had, for sure. Yeah. It was, you know, very much of the eight-to-five grind uh, as an electrician, and, yeah, it was... <laughs> I could definitely appreciate the the all the the you know get to do something different every day as part of the, yeah. part of the tent business. So did those skills sometimes translate, or is it just I did electrician? Work? Yeah, not really. Uh, I mean, basically, I was the the new guy, so they got me to do nothing. It took any skills at all. Okay. Yeah, you probably don't want a <laughs> someone who doesn't know what they're doing to wire anything up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we kind of know what got you into the rental industry, I guess. Well, I, I would say just related to that, you know, you know, people say good and bad things about being in a family business, but mm-hmm. um, I just really appreciate uh, my dad doing that with me. It was we built our relationship in a lot of ways around that. It's how we had time to talk. We worked together, and we still do to this day. And you know, while there are always bad days, for the most part, it's been really good. You know, I've learned a lot from him about the business, and now. Um, it, I kind of bring a, you know a newer, younger perspective. He's very passionate about the industry, the tent rental business in the industry, whereas I am a lot more focused on on the business side, the people side. I'm very passionate about that, so so it's, it, it makes a good synergy. I really appreciate that. So when did you start uh, getting involved in the business? Obviously, I I hope it wasn't from birth. I mean, <laughs> it he was did a have little it for a bit month. past that, but not too far. Not too far. You know, he would take me along on. You know, it was it was a very small business. It was him and a few other people. So, mm-hmm. a lot of times, him and I would go out and set up a small tent, or you know, Saturdays or after school or whatever. I remember getting up early before school started in the morning, go out and help load trucks for the day, and then come in and you know go to school or whatever. So, 
I, I was pretty involved from a, from a very young age. So do you ever have to like still pitch in and do any of that stuff? Or Absolutely. Just, yeah. Right. You know, we're a small family business and I get out and set up tents. Not every day, of course, but yeah. now and again. What brought you guys to Point of Rental? In the late 80s, we first started using computers. That was, mm-hmm. you know, I was pretty young and I barely remember that. And we had sort of a customized software. There wasn't a lot that we knew of that was directly focused on rental. I mean, I guess you guys were around at that point, but we didn't know about it. Yeah. I mean, we so, had like a couple of people, so it would have been hard to hear from those. Yeah, I know there was no Google search to find <laughs> yeah. all the rental software. And that worked pretty well for a while, but it didn't have any type of availability sort of scheduling. So that was all a manual process. So we partway through that, we went from paper to doing this in a spreadsheet and blocking out certain days for certain pieces of equipment. And then in the early 2000s, we switched to, which was, you know, a huge leap forward from that. The availability is built in. And we were with them for about seven years, and they were working on developing a cloud platform instead, you know, kind of updating, and which I suppose they're, they're doing now is what I understand. But as we were, like, we were sort of working with them to develop that, and before we, you know, made that leap, someone said, you know, let's look around and see what else is out there. And we got a lot of good, you know, referrals for Point of Rental, people who had it, loved it. Uh, we took, we took, a, um, took a look at it, and made the switch about six years ago now and and we um we wouldn't do anything else we never regretted the switch well well, good i like to hear that um so how did implementation go i guess because i know sometimes it's it's tough to switch softwares and get all your information from one system to another how did how did the implementation go so that was pretty good overall um you know it's it's always a little bit of a bumpy road getting it all across the customers came across beautifully um inventory was pretty good the two things that were kind of a struggle were the actual contracts Mm -hmm. that didn't translate well so we had to do some some manual work there and the packages the the, you know with the tent business there's hundreds of packages of hundreds of items and so that was pretty much all a manual process again so that that took some time we did it in our downtime so so there wasn't a lot of orders right then Mm -hmm. and we had some time to do it so you know, overall, uh, Lynn came and helped us with the process. Someone she, besides amazing. Earl. Wow. It's so great to hear someone who says Lynn or any any of our other trainers came out to visit them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was Lynn, and she, she was there, I think, for two or three days and did a really good job. That's good. Did you guys take Lynn out and, and do anything cool while she was visiting in Pennsylvania? We or? just kept her nose to the grindstone. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just forced we just her to stay in the office. Yeah, so... Um, feel sorry for her but yeah she she kept she worked long days and did the training and everything so version 2019 of point of rentals expert and elite products is available now making the best rental software in the business even better we've added new features like an equipment watch integration fulfillment updates and enhanced parts tracking overall there are more than a hundred enhancements in version 2019 designed to help your business run more smoothly Upgrade your software today. The instructions are in NetHelp. If you don't have Point of Rental yet, you can still see some of the new additions to the software. Just check out the Point of Rental blog or request a free demonstration at pointofrental.com. What was your favorite part of working in this rental industry? So, uh, you know, like I said, I've always wanted to be a part of it. I I really do enjoy uh, relating to customers 
um, you know, helping people plan their events. Like one of the seminars, someone said today, oh, it was in the in the industry panel. I think said, you know, people are happy when they're you know coming to us, and that's that's great. You know, making their event exceed their expectations. I'm kind of a computer geek too, so I can enjoy delving into the data. I export it into Excel and Power BI and make all kinds of fancy reports that help us make decisions. So that's fun too. Can you name like a high point of working with a customer, like a time where you're just like, wow, that really encapsulates like why I'm in the rental industry and why I'm so happy to be doing Fan Rental? We've been asking customers to give us reviews lately and that just just the the amount of positive like really positive reviews we get is just is just amazing to make me it's not you know one occurrence but you know once or twice a week in a, in the busy season I get a review that's just absolutely glowing and they say that it was just incredible and that's always rewarding to see is that something that you guys just implemented for like any particular reason other than Sometimes it's nice to hear all these nice things out of Washington. It's for marketing. I mean, yeah. we want we want to bring other customers in. That's the reason we did it. But the side benefit is for us, and and we I try to share them with all our people whenever we get them. Like, look, you know, people are really. Yeah. It's easy to get kind of bogged down, and you know, we we seldom actually get out and see the events, so it's easy to to not realize you know what an impact we're making. So I try to share that with everybody. Did you ever get to stay for an event that was really awesome? That that stands out among all the other awesome ones because you know we don't want to say that the other ones weren't awesome. Sure, sure. Um, there is one venue, a super high end venue that they pretty much want all someone always to be there, and that's kind of my customer, so I usually get to go. So nice. that's always kind of neat. It's a beautiful estate along the Delaware River. It's just the the perfect setting, and you know anybody who has a wedding there probably spent a hundred thousand dollars on their wedding. So it's it's pretty cool. So no pressure, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There uh, there was one time where it just poured down rain, and uh, that that was. Uh, At least that's something you can't control. So it's like, all right, that's they, not. They still had a good event, but it just yeah. made us, you know. Or, or, well, you know, another one I think of too is where I was at the at the event. There was uh, a wedding where they had a, it was a big wedding for about three hundred people in 2011 where we had a hurricane coming up the, the coast headed for the wedding and, and a lot of people you know, canceled events and whatever and while it was supposed to rain a lot it wasn't really a dangerous event as far as wind or any of that yeah. so we said yeah we're, we're good with you going forward with this you know and I was there they had gone all out they had put flooring down air conditioning the whole nine yards in the tent and then the night before, they said, you know what, this rain is coming. We need to, they added flooring, a whole bunch more. I had to drive down to Washington, D.C. to pick up flooring so we'd have oh, enough. Wow. Then they put up a hundred and some feet of walkway that night. I think the morning of the wedding, we were there finishing installing the floor. And, and it absolutely just poured through the whole <laughs> wedding. It was so, there was so much water running off of the driveway that it ran through the tent where the cocktails were. And just about the time that, um, they were leaving that tent. Yeah. The floor, the plastic floor, actually started to float because there was so much water running through the tent. But it was as, as people had already left, right? Well, they were moving into the reception tent, okay. which thankfully that one was okay. Oh, okay. But all in all, they 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 were the the family was excellent about it. They yeah. they loved it. They really and it went well. You know, there was obviously not exactly what yeah. they hoped for, but um, but it really went well. So that one kind of always stands Makes out. Makes it a little more memorable too. You know? Yep, I'll never forget that wedding. You're not allowed to have everything go perfect at a wedding. 
for sure. Is there anything you ever bought that you didn't think anyone was going to rent? Like maybe someone... Absolutely. So uh, the, the whole trend towards sailcloth tents, kind of the, the nautic, I don't know if you're familiar, they're translucent, mm -hmm. they leave lots of light through, they, they're made, they look like they're made out of sailboat sails. And uh, this, you know, I was like, this is a fad, it's going to go away, no one's going to want these, and we'll buy them and then never rent them. And my dad's like, yeah, we got to rent one. I'm like, okay, fine, rent and buy it if you want. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. So we went through a whole year, and we rented it like, I don't know, three times maybe, if that. And I said, see, I, you know, I didn't say it, thankfully, but I, I was thinking it for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then the next year, it just went crazy. And ever since, we've been buying more and renting them all the time. So, see, was, so your dad is a visionary is what you're saying. In some ways, yeah. He, he's a very conservative businessman, but that yeah. time he, he nailed it on the head and I was wrong. So <laughs> so how does that dynamic work? If, if you disagree with your dad, is it like you get to make the final decision or is it you guys come to consen consensus on most things or... How does it work? Yeah, we certainly don't agree all the time, but yeah. yeah, I would say it works. It works really well most of the time. Like he's still the the primary owner. As, you know, he he gets the final word, but he is he really very much respects my opinions. And, and there's a lot of times where it goes the other way, where he says, "If you think that's the best thing, we'll go with it. We'll, you know, we'll give it a try." So it goes both ways, but it works well. On the other side, is there anything that you guys thought was going to be just super popular and it just sat there? Uh, there's a few of those. So we went way back when we first bought 80-foot wide tents. Mm -hmm. We bought them, and it did not rent one time in a whole year. And ever since, really, that for whatever reason, that, that has not been super popular. We have 100-foot wide tents now. They go, but for whatever reason, that middle number doesn't go well. Yeah, 80 just doesn't seem like a cool number. Some, something like that. If you're already that big. You got to go triple digits. You just something or uh, gold shivari chairs. We found a good deal on those. Like, yeah, I think we could rent those, and they go out like five times a year, maybe. <laughs> Spoilers: They're terrible. But people that won't allow you to talk about the thing you just saw because you'll spoil it for them are also frustrating. Why it's nearly impossible to have a conversation these days. But you can talk to your point of rental software without worrying that it'll reveal key plot points to the movies or TV shows you haven't seen. Our software is physically unable to talk. So even if it's seen the movie before, it'll never spoil a moment or ask to stifle your excitement. When you need to talk, you can count on point of rental software. Yeah, it sounds like uh, communicating with your customers is very important and you guys do a good job of... Uh letting them know what to expect so there's no surprises. Is that how, did you guys learn from bad experience or is that something where you kind of always knew that you just needed to keep people in the loop the whole way? It's been, I don't know if I would say that there's a specific bad experience, but it's, it's been, you know, from the very beginning where, you know, we typed a new email every time to we kind of grew into some templates like that. Then we built the, um, Infusionsoft, which, which sends out those. And basically, occasionally it's times where, okay, here's a bad situation that came up that we want to avoid in the future, but usually it's part of just making that customer experience as good as possible, making it as friction-free as possible. We actually hired a, a writer to, to write a lot of those emails or, or fine-tune what we already had because I'm terrible at that. We, we don't have any good writers, <laughs> so con producing content is something that we at least got some help on. Always a good idea to bring, bring someone in if you can't do it yourself. Um, what, what's one trait that successful leaders have in common in your opinion? I would say humility. 
if if a leader is all about themselves, they might be able to make a successful business, but it's never their you know they don't have their people's trust. But if they're if they're about making the people around them succeed, they will succeed too, and it's it's a win win instead of a win lose. Have you ever used a fake accent or a fake name to call into phone support? Like maybe you were embarrassed because you like called like last week and you got an answer on this and you're like, uh, I forgot. Nope, I, ju- I just own my problems and they can go ahead and I'm, I'm sure they've said <laughs> some unsavory things about me and all my problems that I've called in about. But uh, our, that's our support okay. people I wouldn't don't blame say them. mean things about people. I wouldn't blame them a bit if they had. <laughs> Are are you? Ho- it sounds like you're hoping that there's things. No, I don't want like, that. I, I kind of uh, want to know. Is is it I, funny? As long as it's funny, it's okay. <laughs> well, they've said that they appreciate me bringing the things to their opinion, <laughs> I, their attention. I, I wonder sometimes, but what what percentage of this is sarcasm and what percent is genuine? So you can characterize your interactions in general with our support team. Well, I've told a lot of people that Point of Rental has the best software support I've ever experienced, and and I'm, I mean that absolutely. There's a company right now, a few miles from us, buying point of rental software at my recommendation. So I, cool. that's what I told them. So we have to talk to to Greg and Wayne about getting you a cut, or yeah, I, I, I don't know how that works, but it, there sh- there should be something there. I've been I've been working with them for probably about a year now. So the other the other day they came up and spent three hours in my office demoing and asking questions. And is that something you guys do? A lot, or is that just one of those things where if someone happens to connect with you? This is the first time I've ever done that. I mean, I've had people ask questions about it, yeah. but this is the, I, I know the people in the rental company. They're a tool rental company, so, yeah. and they're personal friends too. So cool. for a while, I've been saying, you know, this, if they've said, yeah, they need to do something different. I said, point of rental, I keep saying it, and yeah. I think they're right on the cusp, if not finally made the decision now. So are they personal friends due to like rental business or the, out of the rental business or did it no just it's, to be it's like- just totally yeah friends like i had gone to church with some of them and my wife knew some of them so super weird coincidence like what you're in the rental business too yeah i remember when i discovered that like really you do rentals <laughs> no wonder we like each other <laughs> you've been to the conference before haven't you one time yeah when did you come here I think it was about four years, four or five years ago. Okay. I don't remember. I, say, I don't remember you. I've only been here three years, so that would explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, so why did you just come back? So we were we always try to at least go to one sort of trade show each year, and some years we, you know, our whole company goes to mainly the same one. The the Matra tent show yeah. is one that we we always at least support somewhat. And this year that one was a little further away, so not as many people went. And I said. I'd like to come to the Point of Rental show again. It's always, cool. it's always good. I can uh, advance my Uninnovate ideas and give a little, put a little pressure on to get those done. And <laughs> do and some learn, campaigning with some of the people. Hey, hey def- for me. Definitely, that's been done. All right. <laughs> Not know if I should admit to that, but uh, I think and also, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, yeah, I took away a lot of good things, so I've, I've got a big long list. I'm going to have to edit down on the airplane. <laughs> well, good. What song are you always excited to get stuck in your head? You know, I've I've gone from listening to music to listening to podcasts and audiobooks and education, trying to educate myself. So I, I don't know. I don't okay, what, what podcast should we listen to? Because I have no idea what I'm doing. So what should I what should I listen to to figure out what I'm doing? Hmm. I like the Andy Stanley Leadership Podcast. Okay, that's a really good one. Uh, I'm into tech 
and kind of a geek, so the Daily Tech News show I always listen to pretty much all the time. Okay. Just mm. those two. Right now I'm listening to a book by Edward Snowden called The Permanent Record. Okay. It's a fascinating book. Can you tell us a little about it? So I don't know if you're familiar with Edward Snowden. He leaked all the revelations yeah. about the government spying on its citizens, and it's basically going through the his life, what led up to it, and he explains the struggle he went through. Like, do I do this, and do I, you know, he had to do it without telling his girlfriend, He'd leave the country, and yeah. and kind of the internal struggle that he went through, and and kind of what brought him to that point. And it's it's really really good, and it's, it makes you think a little bit about you know should I be embracing technology quite as much as I am. Yeah. It's so convenient, but exactly. Do I want to give all this information away? Five important questions. Five important, Five questions. important questions. Five important questions. Okay, let's get to the important questions. What would you say is your greatest success in life? I have to say my wife and family um uh, been married for almost 14 years. Have that's three that's kids. The, that's the PC answer. That's, <laughs> you in fairness, you can't say anything but your wife in case your wife listens. Right. I'm sure she will. But I would say making a difference for people. Mm -hmm. I very much came into the business because I was passionate about the industry. Mm -hmm. But to, to now, to realize that it's, it's about the people and realize that my calling in life is to to make a difference for people, whether that's my customers or even to me, more, more importantly, my coworkers, to, to make a difference. And if I can have done only that in my life, I'll feel like I succeeded. Sounds pretty darn good. I'll let you give, go ahead and give a shout out to the rest of your family since I interrupted Yes, you so I have uh, one boy and two girls. Mm -hmm. And they're, um, one is just a few months old and eight and 10. So cool. they're a lot of fun, keep us busy. and homeschool them so that's uh so an exciting more practice teaching right yeah well unfortunately my wife does most of that I, <laughs> I do i do a little bit of it we have a fun like life skills class so that's all kinds of things that no one ever teaches in school so, so, I so now you get that. to use the electrician things well yeah no? I, don't, I don't know electric very <laughs> well but but um yeah so that so that's a lot of fun you know to yeah. and to really you know our goal is to really prepare them for life and instead of just you know check off the boxes yeah, for sure. To have good grades or whatever. So it's been, it's been a journey, but it's, cool. it's rewarding. If you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice for when you started your career, what would it be? I think that thing about realizing that it's about the people. Mm -hmm. And you can have the best processes, you can have the best software, you can have the best technology, but until you have the people, if the people don't trust you, the best of everything else is going to fail. And there's a book, I'm trying to remember if it was Stephen Covey maybe, that wrote called The Speed of Trust. Okay. And talks about the efficiencies of people who trust each other versus, versus the people who don't. And we were just in the dispatch training and it talked about, somebody asked the question, do you trust your drivers? And some people, yep, we do. Some people, no, we don't. And maybe that's not all the owner's fault or manager's fault, but if you can trust your people, that is incredible. What you get from that, any effort it takes to get to that point is pays back multiple times. And we've been on a journey to move our company in that direction towards being trustworthy, everybody being trustworthy, and then being vulnerable enough to trust each other. Yeah. And, and now I feel like we're, we're getting that, that momentum, and I want to make sure and invest the effort to keep doing that. 
That's good. Yeah, that way you don't have to, you know, get the NSA involved and you know start, <laughs> For sure. start stalking your employees. What is the most embarrassing moment in your career? The most embarrassing moment? Well, we had that had that rainstorm. Uh, that, that, but overall, overall, that actually wasn't too bad. I had to climb up on top of the tent and try to keep it from leaking in that time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see what else might be. You're just on top of a tent in the rain. Yep, in the pouring down rain, like yeah. five times. So. Uh, let's just shouting, see. everything's okay. I got it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Oh, it, I, oh, yeah, I was looking at this question, trying to think of it. My wife reminded me. She was actually with me at this job site, and we set up one tent where we drove two stakes through a gas line and one through a water line all at the same, <laughs> t at the same job site. And the fire company came out. I would say that was, uh, that was not the peak of, of my career. <laughs> wow, you just took care of all of their stuff. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, you've been sentenced to death because you severed a... Or you you punctured their water lines and their and their gas line, um, it, it's a pretty hardcore law now. So you got to choose your last meal. What do you, what do you choose as your last meal? So I'll probably have lasagna, preferably made in a nice Italian restaurant, and mm -hmm. then I'll go traditional Lancaster County for the dessert, which is apple pie and ice cream. So apple pie and ice cream is always a solid one. Do you do you like the crumble top or do you like the uh, the dough? It's got to be the dough on top. Okay. Vanilla ice cream, I'm guessing. Vanilla ice cream, yep. Okay. Good call. Do you, do you have a drink with this meal? Probably not. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just have some water. <laughs> All right. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I think back to that relationships. Mm -hmm. Learning to, to build relationships. That's something that I feel like I've made some progress on, but I still want to, I still want to keep going on that. You know, I, I, would, I had to look up your name and your email how many times to remember what your name is. It's literally. Yeah. So I want to learn to remember people's names. I want to learn to do small talk, you know, build relationships. That's something that doesn't come naturally to me, so that's what I want to, I want to do better. Sorry, I'm terrible at it, too. So it's great that we're doing a podcast and we're talking to each other, even though we're both not as comfortable <laughs> actually talking with people. All right. If you could, oh, yeah, if you could change one thing about Point of Rental, Hmm. So I want Point of Rental to integrate with Infusionsoft, our email marketing <laughs> software. I've been begging for that. So Is that what you're campaigning for? I haven't had it. This is the first <laughs> time I've restrained myself. I have a big, long list, and I like knock them off one at a time so as not to be too annoying in each seminar. So this is, <laughs> this is my plug for that one. I, I thought you were just going to go, this one, it's not only to all the people here. You're just going to go in person, but you're also going to go on the podcast. And you're going to be like, okay, everyone, vote for this. <laughs> there you go. So everybody listening, it's on you innovate. Vote for it. Everybody at Point of Rental, please do this. Perfect. We uh, spend how many how much time every day importing all the all the customers so that it stays up to date. So tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you about. Hmm. Or something that you know is true but everyone else doesn't think is true. So I would say that Technology is neither good nor bad. I'm a geek, and, and, and you know, years back, I thought technology in itself was good and that you should embrace it all, all the time. So maybe this is because I'm just reading this book that I'm thinking about <laughs> this. But I find that people tend to fall into two camps. There are you know, the people who, oh, these things are terrible. iPhones are ruining our kids' minds. And then I find other people who, like I was, that are just embracing it all without any thought. 
And to me, it's neither good nor bad. It's, they're tools, we can use them well or we can use them not well. And so I, I may be coming to this perfect balance in the middle where everyone else is on the left or right. Not really, but um, that, that's, that's what I feel. I find not many people agree with me on that probably. Well, I agree with you on that, but that kind of ruins the whole thing. Like, Oh, no, you're <laughs> supposed to argue about it. Yeah, sorry. I ruined this whole podcast. I'm sorry. Um, tell me a secret about the rental industry. So I would say it's filled with entrepreneurs who are just burned out. They, are, <laughs> they love the industry. Mm-hmm. They don't know a lot about running a business, mm-hmm. and they need to be educated on that. They need to learn to delegate, you know, train and delegate. And I would say that's a little bit where, you know, where my dad would be. He's passionate about the industry. And thankfully, you know, I think, you know, the synergy with us two working together is perfect. Mm-hmm. And, but there are way too many people who, who don't have that. And I, you know, someone was telling me about these farmers that he knew. He said they just, they love farming. They were making a great income, but they got stuck doing all the accounting. And what they wanted to do is drive brand new John Deere's through the field. That's what they loved. It was a dad and like three sons working together. Mm-hmm. But they, they hated the, the business. Yeah. And he said, pay somebody a lot of money to do your bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. And he said, it was really expensive to find someone to just do that part for them. But they were happy again because they, they learned this is not what we're good at. Yeah. And I think if, you know, there's a lot of business owners that, no secret, the rental business is a lot of entrepreneurs who started their own business and they're just burning out running their business and it's not at all what they even enjoy anymore. So I think if they could, if they could learn that, that would, that would be huge. So if you had to give advice to another person, it would be learn to delegate and focus on what you enjoy doing, right? For sure. Cool. Thank you for joining us, Daryl. Is there anything else you'd like to add and, and say to people or... No, I would say, you know, to the team at Point of Rental, thanks for putting on the show. Thanks for the podcast. I, um, I'm excited to, to hear what that's going to bring, listen to the other interviews. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to keep up the good work. Cool. Um, as you have been amazed at how fast Point of Rental has grown and expanded. As you know, have I. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, keep, keep up that focus on customer service that got you where you are. I know that, you know, scaling that, I'm sure, is incredibly difficult. I would love to talk to Wayne or anybody here about you know how that how that works because how do you grow a business that fast and still continue to do that? And I would say, keep doing that. Cool. I'll I'll connect you with Wayne. I, okay. I know where he works. <laughs> Good. Sounds great. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to you for joining. That is all.